This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Here we are. We're here. I get, to get that mic on Jim, too. Wait, say it again, Jim. We're here. Oh, that sounded good. So uh, we're here in Reading. It is the well, kind of not even day one. This is uh, day zero. Today was the blind draw fun shoot. Today, uh, how did you guys? What do you guys think of it? The pregame festivities. Yeah, pregame festivities today. Yes. Yeah. Today's an excellent day because we have the blind draw, and then they also have the fourteen target practice range. Yeah, I thought the fourteen target practice was like really beneficial to checking sight marks. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like when we were out there, there just weren't many people out there. Would you guys agree? Yeah, we had a good time because uh, we had a great flow. We weren't in a rush. We weren't in a rush. Yeah. We got what we needed to do done. We had like a little bit of space be- between us and the target behind us. I think I think we probably didn't see a lot of people out there. Uh, we, we started at 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. and it seemed like about the time we were getting done that there was a lot of people coming in when we were getting done. Yeah. It's probably flights and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was um, beneficial for us, you know, on the fun shoot, the 80-yard shot. I noticed, like, you know, my, for whatever reason, marks were hitting really low. Mm-hmm. And there's no one behind us. So I had I got to take a whole fuckload of shots, you know, two clicks here, take a shot, two clicks here, take a shot, until I was hitting where I wanted. And, uh, yeah, I was able to see, I was able to see that my, my bow was hitting just a little high. That's right, but you, that was adjustments. when that happened to you. That was on the uh, blind draw section, right? That's when I was noted. See, uh, it, the thing that was tough was I was noticing that I was hitting high within the dot mm-hmm. on the orange dot side, but I was still hitting the dots. But on the blind draw, you were I was missing, yeah, because the dot was tiny. So then it yeah. made it very abundantly clear that I needed to make a change. That's a good point, Rudy. So, um, did, did I introduce you guys already? Did I say who's here? No. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so... Uh, well, if the listeners don't know who's talking right now, then they're not really your listeners. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you guys sound like different people. I think somebody's here. Someone's at the door. I'm here with... So Hopefully it's a pizza guy. Wendell Souza, your friendly neighborhood archer and filtered guy. We got Alan Brunetta. That's me. We got Rudy Sandoval. From Rudecast. Rudecast Archery Podcast. Jim Padilla at the door. And Zachary Walker. Zach Walker. Zach Walker. Zach, you know we make chicken. Just your friendly neighborhood copy repairman. He's got a big old foot yeah. long. Jim, say hi. Hello. You guys may have Back remembered again. Jim from the last episode. They got fractured. You know. Yeah. Hopefully Wendell will cut to pieces. Get his technical aspects together of the podcast. You know, we're working on it. It's still amateur hour. <laughs> so uh, we did the. Uh, <laughs> Just so you guys know. <laughs> Zach Walker is dropping jokes <laughs> immediately through the door. Yeah, it's going to be weird giggles. <laughs> hey, 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 cut that out. Uh, Rudy has a, an assortment of weird massage um, devices that make it hard to concentrate. <laughs> it's not really weird. It's just... I've never it? seen that one before. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. That's not a shoulder massager. That's something else. <laughs> and Wendell doesn't say that often. I know. Look I've at, seen that before. Just not. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen it, Alan. The, uh, I know you've seen it because you're a freak, dude. <laughs> when you walk in the door at REI, it's like the first thing you see on the, <laughs> the door. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I'm sure everyone knows what a Theragun is. That's not a Theragun. I don't go to REI. Yeah, well, this communist. is the cheap Chinese version. That's got like a hook and lock part for your bunghole. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. <laughs> see, you guys, you know what I'm talking about. You guys have seen I mean, it. So does, so Even does Zach saw it. Zach walked in from outside and said, "What is that? A fucking dildo?" Like instantly. <laughs> so does Theragun. <laughs> uh, de- nah. I mean, you could definitely get off on a Theragun if you were trying to flick your bean. Um. So today, we're getting a tattoo. Yeah. So uh, Rudy's talking about the small dots going back to uh, archery. Yeah, most of the dots were all for uh, the. That's the 14 on the blind draw. Right. Blind yeah, draw on the blind draw dots, um, in my eyes, all the dots were um, one size smaller for the distances we had f- yeah. for the majority of them. And they've been doing that for a couple years now. Yeah. I feel like they do that to kind of shake everyone a little bit, get you a little rattled. I think it's to spread yeah. out the scores, right? Yeah, and small 10 rings. Yeah, small 10 rings on top of it. Yeah, there was a couple... Targets that the ten ring was about the size of what the dot should have been. Yes, <laughs> yes. It kind of reminded me of the break the barriers dots, but I know the break the barriers dots are actually smaller than that. I mean, I was kind of bitching about it at first, but I was thinking actually, if if you are if you are running a little high, really low, that's where you're going to see it as long as you can hold on a little dot. Yeah, yeah. He, you that's know, that's you, a good you mindset, really, like you, you said. Really you focus know, on the dot. Yeah, like Wendell use, says, when you're shooting in your marks, you know, you shoot. Um, birdie size dark target. I've never heard one. Of those 20 things. to 25 yards. Yeah. Right now, 25 is what I'm finding. I get good results with. So, um, Alan, you did really good on the blind draw. Yeah, not bad. What did you drop? Like uh, seven. Seven? Yeah. That's pretty decent. I didn't mind the small dots just getting down and break the barriers, but the problem was the dots were wore out by the time we got there so the paint yeah. a lot of the paint was chipped off so they were really hard to see i had to use my binoculars a few times just to see that there was a dot yeah yeah well i gotta give i gotta say like shooting a a, a hoop or a circle uh-huh made made didn't made it easy with even when the orange was kind of gone because then at least you could focus in on the, the black uh-huh. the little hole yeah i could see the hole so you can focus on it that's cool yeah, some of the paint was wearing off, like Alan said. Yeah, made it tough. Um, you know, shooting I, a pin. Yeah, or black dot. You know, yeah, shooting a pin or a black dot makes it a little more challenging. But if you if you know how to smother a, you know, if you, can, I kind of figure the way I did it was for a long time I've been running the same app, the same little black dot. So smothering a smothering a target is just kind of part of the, you know, kind of something I'm used to now at this point. So, what do you mean smothering it like? Covering it up? Clean. Yeah, being okay with not seeing it. Okay. You know, knowing the dot, you know, if you can't see it, it means you're over it. So. Um, yeah, I have a hard time with that. I think for, uh, you're not alone. A lot of people do. I mean, it's very common. That's why a lot of people struggle with shooting a, a pin or a dot. Yeah, but then on the other hand, the opposite of that would be to shoot a hoop. But there's way more people who can't even come close to shooting yeah. a hoop. Yeah, you know? I think. Shooting a hoop takes some time. I to think to also. theoretically, shooting a hoop would probably be one of the better things to do because you're putting circle upon circle. Mm-hmm. You know, in the way most people's brains work, that's what they want to see. Yeah, but then you can see the target. Yeah, you can always see the spot. Yeah, Elliot or, Peters shoots a hoop. Who does? Elliot Peters. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the last year's. Was it last year he won? Won what? 
Reading? Oh, Reading in the amateur You know class? the tournament we're at right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, he did. And what score did he shoot? Do you remember that? It was a 15... 15 it was up there. 31. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I think I, it was a 15-30. I think it might have 32, but 31 is closer. I think I don't fucking know. <laughs> was that right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you ever do your homework? Michael, before no. You start the podcast? no, that's the thing. No, Jim I'm fucking <laughs> fact checks me on every fucking show. It kills me. I tell him after. I'm like, um. So you're like, this was actually incredible. I send him. Like, I just send him links. Dude, um. Like so, when Wendell told everybody that I was at a shoot when I was on the opposite side of the state. You were at a shoot. Yeah, but you told everybody I was like at somewhere where I wasn't. I, I don't think I specified where. I think I just no. You basically said, lumped you guys all into yeah, yeah. into shooting scores that day. But who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> geography. We're we're here for archery, not geography. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> like the one time I listened to Wendell's podcast, I know. I was like, I was like, oh god damn it! You never fucking listen to this show, and you go fucking suck Greg Poole's dick today. I was like, you fucking traitor. I was standing right behind you. I was like, I'm right here. He's like, what's up, Rudy? Hey, Greg, how's it going? Yeah. He's like, get the get out of here. Um, what can I say? I'm a likable guy. So it's too late to tell you guys this and like what you need to do this week. But if you, you know, refer to this show a year from now, I think the, the game plan would be on day zero would be do the blind draw first. Get the blind draw done early in the morning. Get your willies out. You know, use it for your twenty to fifty marks. Make sure your twenty fifty marks are good. Use the fun shoot. End on the fun shoot because the dots are a little bigger. You can kind of get your confidence. They're back. more regulation size. Yeah. For, for distance. Exactly. You get your confidence back. There's the eighty, so you can sure up your eighty yard mark. You know, they're pretty much all spot hog targets. Yeah, pretty much. So that's what you know. That's what I would recommend for everyone. I think you guys would agree, right? Mm-hmm. I do. I agree. Yeah. We kind of did it backwards today, and we well, ended kind of. the day shooting the, the hard shit. Yeah. Well, we didn't sign up for the fun shoot, so we went there because it was on time frames too. Everything was time frame. Blind draw, fun shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure time you frame. make sure you're registered weeks in advance. Yeah. yeah it's kind of funny because so. I was actually had it registered right blind draw, and then I was going to do fun shoot after, but you guys forced me to change. Yeah. Yeah, go join you yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you don't converse with us. And you go do your own thing, and it's wrong. <laughs> well, I was supposed to be shooting with Austin. I wouldn't even need you fucking guys. Who? I, I would be shooting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who is this Austin person again? <laughs> My Where is he at? My friend He's Austin not Austin. here. <laughs> yeah. Who's here? We are. Yeah, unfortunately. So, yeah, I think uh, the strategy for days like today would be that. Blind draw first, and then... You know, fun shoot. If you got an extra ten dollars, do it twice. Um, but I didn't bring any money, so I can only borrow so much from people. Damn it, Alan! You shot really good on the fun shoot. I mean, you did great on the blind draw, but yeah. your score on the fun shoot was exceptional. Yeah, you not, were one down. Yeah, one down on a fifteen yarder. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was that? I don't even know what the angle is. That super steep mm-hmm. downhill. Yeah, I think it was just a one yard minor cut. mistake. Yeah, it was just a. If it was ASA, I, I would have been pulling the line, and I would have got it. Well, I would have been pulling the line on the money shoot that you guys fucking robbed me on. That was clearly out. That was clearly out? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to hit the target for it to count. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, That's okay. I'll let you guys have it. 
was um, I was on fire if you on the go money to sheet. A B archery on Instagram. Um, that's not the one. You can, you can that's not that's the not one you guys one. robbed me on. You robbed no, me on, on the, the turkey. Yeah, on the turkey. The turkey. Missing, yeah, yeah. So I misset my sight on the money shot on the the money the money shoot, and because these guys are my friends, they were so fucking giddy about it. They took a picture of it. I didn't take a picture of it. I did, hundred percent. I wasn't even aware of that until afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to make big deals about it, but whatever. I thought we weren't supposed to talk about that on here. We're not. Oh. We're not. Who brought it up? I, I don't you. Know. Okay. So tomorrow, we got to get there early. The day starts tomorrow's day one, and we're gonna podcast with day. We're gonna do a day one podcast. We're gonna have Zach Walker in from Lodi Archery. He's uh eating fresh right now. Yeah, he's he's smoking down a foot long. Yeah, sideways. Yeah, and <laughs> hey, you know you can chew those, dude. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's see what the rundown is going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be we get there at probably six six fifteen at the latest. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the shooter meeting. Shoot. Yeah, the shooter meeting at seven thirty. Uh, shooting starts at eight. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'm not clear on is if they're bringing out the targets to everybody. Not to, or you the, mean the scorecards. I mean the scorecards score score will be at at your target. But Gen- I wonder, if I you know refer if to the email they sent you, Rudy. But is it championship only, or is it the? Everybody? They said they were going to bring out everybody's scorecard day one. Oh wow! And then after end of day one, scorekeepers only will return them and pick them up the following day. I don't like Jim's tone. <laughs> Move this away from me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna act like I read the email. I didn't even read it. Yeah, I know. But you do know you have it because you. I think they mentioned read it. it Did they us. read it over the the loud? The yeah. Loud, yeah. Yeah. Rudy wasn't listening. Yeah, I'll figure it out in a couple minutes. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. So what else? What else we got, guys? Highlights today, Jim. Give us some highlights. I'm just happy. Uh, everything was flowing good. Marks was solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we didn't have any problems. I know. You and me practiced rough yesterday. Today seems like you got it all back. Yeah, it was just uh, just didn't worry about anything too heavy yesterday. We just you know make sure the the bows made it through the trip. Yep. Make sure there's no loose servings, you know, or broken strands or anything and just get ready to get ready to go yeah you know yeah rudy highlight for you uh just confidence in the in the setup confidence in your setup now you got your people all worked out mm-hmm. alan you had a highlight today you had a couple um no i'm just happy with the way everything's everything's shooting yeah. you know yeah both seem to uh, shoot really good for you Struggled in practice at home <clears throat> quite a bit. Uh-huh. I don't know. It seems like practice at home is tedious sometimes, uh-huh. even though I don't get to practice a whole lot. Dude, it seems like when you have rough practice, like days leading up to a tournament on tournament day, you kind of peak. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. I say you got the whatever clutch factor is, you know? No. Yeah. So, no, it it was a good day today. I'm I'm happy with how it went. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. So uh, tomorrow's going to be exciting. Alan, in your in your practice, this last practice you had, you said you're having trouble with. Was that the uh, afternoon after work practice again? Because you said you have uh, 
typically not very good practice after work. Yeah, when I shoot after work at the end of the day, it does not go as good as if I shoot in the morning, like first thing. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just fatigue throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You have pretty intense jobs. Yeah, I'm pretty worthless after work. And during. Pretty much. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You guys are friends. I can't get Yeah. Tip. Friends pick on each other. I mean, that was a lot better. I was going to say, you know, about oh, as The chickens style, are back. But... <laughs> <laughs> so we should talk about this Airbnb that we got that we can't flush toilet paper down. Yeah, we got a dud. Yeah, our, our landlady wants us to wad up the paper that we shit in or that we wipe our asses with and then put it in the garbage can. Well, in all fairness, they have provided those little doggy bags that they use at the dog park. In all fairness, yeah, we haven't told Zach about the plumbing issue yet. <laughs> there's about a ton of meat in this living room, as far as human goes. So, anybody uh, looking for a Airbnb next year here in Reading, yeah, the one the at fifteen sixty six Santa Fe Avenue, you might want to pass up. Yeah, unless you're a single, you know, filed by yourself, you could probably. Unless you're a vegan and you don't, you only poop like. Rabbit pellets, you'll be just fine. No wiping oh, needed. Vegans can rip, tear stuff up. <laughs> Stop rooting in the back, digging a hole. The, the, <laughs> the house is fine. Oh, the house is wonderful. Yeah, the house is fine, but the plumbing thing is a, a head scratcher. Yeah. Yeah, I like doing the Airbnb at Reading. Yeah. You know, this comes through like really mellow. Plus, we shot our, we, we, you know, verified short marks three and four in the living room. I mean, in the front, porch. front yard. Yeah. yeah. So, that no, was pretty good. So what targets are you guys starting on tomorrow? 25B. 25B. You guys picked that on purpose for a reason? Yeah, because yes. that's where all the cool kids go. No, it's not. Jim, what target? I'll be on 24B. See, he won't, he's close. <laughs> I that's, know. We're good. Where are you at? Uh, I think I might be on 35A. Uh, Nick just messaged me that we got moved again. Oh. So um, I know, I you know, Sean Elza was telling us that Blake has a very specific target that he likes to start on, mm-hmm. and they they bumped Blake and his crew so that they don't get. Basically, they're gonna have to shoot Bigfoot as their very last target on the uh, last day. on the very last day. So they're gonna be hitting Bigfoot at like full wind, full fatigue. You know, was they did that on purpose, this, or was it just completely random? I think it's random. I don't think the straight arrow people are pretty cool. I don't think they have it in them to. Oh no, it's just the way you were saying it. Just oh no. It's, it's almost started like, I'm like, ooh, gossip's about to. It is gossip. There's plenty of gossip. I had more gossip, but fuck. My stupid fucking stoner brain is just not. It's not was, pulling it up. Was it? <laughs> Honestly, I don't. On the DQ. I mean, I know yeah. there's a little. I mean, I think there is some strategy to starting on certain targets. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we all got to shoot them. I think you, ti- you try and, to time uh, it so that the long targets, you get done first. Yeah. You know? I don't. I don't really think there's an easier or harder side of reading. I think the whole. I think every, every, uh, every part of the course has its own challenges. Yeah, definitely. Like I think everyone the, always refers to the lower fourteen as like tough because of the it's all the longer stuff. But no, that's not true. The so. lower fourteen is considered so. easier part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think. I think the yeah hitting the long stuff's easy. I think the lower. I'm sorry. What. I think the long stuff is easy. Really? The 88-yard elk and Bigfoot are easy? Lower, mostly the lower 14. Yeah, the lower 14 are – the lower 14, the only longest thing is like the buffalo, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. Then we got the canyon, 
after that. After the lower 14, you Correct. work your way up the canyon where you get canyon bears, a little bit of wind, ton of elevation, shooting yeah. uphill. I, I like I like the, the uphills and downhills. Yeah, the canyon's a lot of fun. Yeah. I really like, uh, you know. The canyon's my favorite part of the course. I'm not good at it, but I do enjoy it. I think the, the biggest plus on starting certain targets is the days um i'm saying uh how you finish the day you know where you end up finishing walking off the course mm-hmm. and then walking back at the beginning of the next day yeah and then um certain oh. targets you start on you have i've found i've seen more or less backups uh-huh. if you start on a certain one you're, you're going to be through the range and finish the day quicker than if you started a, a farther back or farther forward right that, that's the biggest plus but Alan, the day that you went one down, you had a, a one down day a couple years back. Do you Last year, I did one down on, on Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, you, yeah, like a repeat offender. It was here. on set. It was on, uh, we started on target 70 that year. Then you shot one day on day one. Mm. That was, uh, I don't know. I've cleaned a day Ryan. before. I've been him. one down a day You've before. You've cleaned a day also? Yeah. Damn. Do you, what, uh, do you remember what targets you started on? on those that days? was when I started on 70. Okay. So day two would be, what, 24? Start on 24? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're you're working your way up the canyon. Yeah. Or you're mid-canyon, I'd say, mm-hmm. on that one, right? Yeah. That's interesting, man. I, I remember you had a really good day once, and it wasn't on the easy section. Yeah, I think it was that that year. Yeah. Because I remember I think, I think I was like two down that year, and I was like, oh, you went down like – I think if you go yeah, back. But I shot like the lower 14. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck me. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, outside of just uh, good conversation, we've all, I think we've all 22 every target on this course at some point. I have history. So it's just a matter of doing it all now one day. I don't think. Three, over three days. I, I don't think I have. I have. Yeah. yeah I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever 22 Bigfoot or the elk herd. Really? Mm-hmm. I've 22 Bigfoot. Have you, 20, years in have you gotten yeah. the elk? I have 22 the elk also. The elk, yeah. The elk was the was the last one that I had in 22, mm-hmm. and I did that one like I did that one uh, two years ago, and then I did it again. Well, that's good. That's yeah. uh, that's something good to have under your belt going into this yeah. weekend. You know, it's knowing that you've you've 22 to all these things. You know. Yeah, and I've also missed a few targets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know. I don't want to say I don't think I've 22 all of them at one point or another. I haven't been doing it as long as you guys have, but the thing that gets me is, you know, I don't know if this is a bad thing to talk about or not, but the thing that gets me is when you start missing easy shit like the 30 yeah. yard, yeah, last and year. 40 yard stuff, and then when you go to the next 30 or 40 yard target, and you're like, okay, like you're on a downward trajectory right now. Let's turn the ship around but you're thinking all this negative shit from the last target mm-hmm. and then it's just like it's like running through mud it's like trying to you know climb out of a hole or something that's the only like my whole plan this weekend is not getting whole you know I, I, I'm not I don't have a shot like you guys to, to do as well as you know you guys are going to do but I don't want to fall into the hole because the hole got me last year you'll be alright <clears throat> stay confident yeah just approach each target like oh, alright Hell, <laughs> so cool. We get to shoot the bears. So nice. Dude, do you think shooting on high on MDMA would help? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Ecstasy? Yeah, absolutely. Ecstasy yeah. without the meth? Because you would approach every target super positive. You think so? <clears throat> you would think so. 
but you'd probably be like rubbing all over the people next to you. Hey, that reminds me. <laughs> Doug Rosen, guest on this show, <laughs> said he was going to show me something today. Reached for my hand. I thought he was going to put a release in my hand. Grabbed my hand. Rubbed it directly on his dick and balls. Ex-police officer. I didn't, witness, gentlemen. I didn't witness that. You were... Did, did you guys witness it? I did not. Only thing I saw was you had a big smile on your face for some reason, so I didn't know what happened. Yeah. Well, I smelled the hand. I mean... <laughs> Just because we didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen, you know. We what? You. Are you guys really taking Doug's side? I'm not taking anybody's Wendell's side. Wendell's got a Me Too movement going. <laughs> no. No. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking jacked that Doug off. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to compl- complain about it. I'm just saying. It caught me off guard, you know? Uh, anyway. So now you, you guys. Know advanced next you guys time. are all silent now. This is not going to work. Doug Rosen was on the show, guys. He uh, <laughs> is a really good shooter. He's one of the expendables out of Wilderness. Um, that that was a group be, behind us, and or like there were two groups behind us. Uh huh. And and I was like, man, that 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 just those three guys between Randy and uh, Rubio and and Doug was like, man, that's a freaking. There's a lot of there's a lot of medals in there. Yeah, a lot of medals on that group. Yeah, champions. yeah, a lot of champions on that group. Definitely. There's like some experience in that group. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely a lot of experience. And I mean, extremely humble. Their too. combined age is like 300. So. I mean, <laughs> definitely. We did, we did come to the conclusion that Mark Rubio is the Sylvester Stallone yeah. of the group. Yeah, as far as the Expendables yeah. go. Yeah, so that Mark Rubio will he is hard to understand no longer be called Mark Rubio. It's now Sly Rubio. Yeah, Doug Rosen's like the Jason Statham, and I think Randy Long. I can see that. He'd kick our ass. Randy Long's like the Jet Li. You guys feel that? Chuck Norris? Yeah, Chuck Norris. Yeah, let's go. go with Chuck. I, like I forgot Chuck. that Chuck Norris was in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think these guys are a little racist, but yeah. what are you talking I about? I, just, I, I love Randy. I just don't see him as any kind of martial arts expert. Chuck Norris? Yeah. Not even Chuck Norris? Not even. Yeah, he's he's definitely he's the Chuck Norris. Wait, you like Randy he's Bosley? He's more like Bosley on Charlie's Angels. Was that guy in The Expendables? We're not talking about Charlie's you Angels, Rudy. We're talking about The Expendables. Right now, dude. I'm just saying, if you're going to no, no. anybody to anybody, I'm well, going to say Randy Long. Just ruined Save it. Save that shit for Bo Junkie. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. Well, we went over targets, strategies. You guys are feeling good. You guys got anything you want to throw in here? Um, no. It's going to be it's going to be a good weekend. It'll be challenging in its own. Uh, it's looking like the weather's not going to be the greatest. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow should be... <sighs> I'm, I was seeing light rain for most of the day, but then tomorrow night supposed to dump pretty good. Yeah, light rain through tomorrow and stuff. So, all right, let's that see will here. be the challenging part of the weekend. Jim, how are you prepared for the rain? I got a nice new rain jacket. Uh, other than that, just the usual. I have a little bit of extra water mm-hmm. that we talked about to clear the scope. Yep, I have some. Ziploc bags for scorecards. Scorecards. I think we should all be leaving the house with um, Ziploc bags. And Ziploc bag for your scope housing if you don't have a cover already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just uh, go in there with a, a positive attitude because it's... It's rain. It's rain. And we have to shoot in it. We shoot outdoors and Were you you know, the guy just be prepared. The, the water trick? Were you the guy that first showed me the water trick? I'm not sure I showed it to you, but I... Mentioned it to you. I want to say you showed me Nevada City, but for anyone that wants to know, if you can't see 
if you can't see dick because your scope's covered in rain, you can take a bottle of water and pour a little bit on your scope, and it'll wash all the raindrops away. And I found that worked really well. Yeah. That's, um, or you can do the Tim Gillingham and bring the um, female feminine product. A tampon? That was Buck's. That was Buck's thing? Yeah, he used to put a tampon in his scope. Yeah, that's uh, for tomorrow. This weather forecast is brought to you by DMB Custom Coatings. We're looking at a 48 degree low and a 57 degree high with an 80 percent chance of rain. Nice. Do they have any times? Looks like we have a uh, huh? They got time. What what weather app you using there? About a 30 percent chance of rain. I think Rudy's making the mistake that I use using the (laughs) Apple weather app. That one sucks. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot of, but I still use it. Is there any? Yes, this one I use. I got ninety three percent chance of rain with a, an inch of rain tomorrow. What does it say? The time? Does it give you time? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, but this one's by zip six a.m. Seventy percent chance. Fuck. Eight a.m. Eighty percent. God damn it! I wish my wife would let me shoot more events so I could just skip these fucking ones. <laughs> but the bulk of the rain tomorrow, the heavy rain comes. You know, after five o'clock. Okay. So hopefully we'll be we'll be out of there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But Saturday morning, we're it's we're going to continue right in it. Saturday morning. Oh, there's some archery gossip. I was just gonna I was gonna talk about Jim shooting light weights on his bow. Jim shooting really good with light weights. You guys saw that today, right? How many weights is Jim shooting? Two ounces on the front. Two ounces on the front, nine on the rear. Yeah, because wow. he's recovering from okay. a shoulder injury. We had a whole podcast about it that, uh, you know, apparently, was apparently I didn't listen to it. You couldn't. Listen you couldn't. I accidentally deleted it, or it didn't get saved. <laughs> Perfect. So, you know, what I like about Jim shooting so good like that, I'm kind of going down this road of shooting really lightweight also, and I always hit these moments where I'm like, am I making a mistake? Should I be going the other way, trying to get stronger? And uh, kind of like bulk up for this, you know, because guys like Stefan Hansen, Paul Tedford, they would all do things where they would stack weight on their bows in practice, shoot a bunch of reps, then take the weight off and see where their new, you know, where their new front bar uh, weight stack was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I always wonder if I'm making a mistake. We saw Kevin Wilkie today, who's also shooting like, you, did you see Kevin stack? Mm-hmm. He's always shot low. Three on the front? Three on the front and... Nine on the back, very similar to you then. Yes. Yeah, and you know Kevin's going to fucking smoke, you know, shoot smoke. So it's kind of cool to see, you know. What, do you guys know what Jesse Broadwater shoots? Mm-mm. No, but I know it's <clears throat> it's like only six. a handful of ounces on the front. Yeah, it's like six on the front and something on the back. Yeah. So it's kind of making me think, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe this sport is more uh, talent than brute strength. I think it is. Well, you shoot a lot of weight. No, I don't. What are you shooting? I've got currently I have five on the front. Really? Yeah, and damn. <clears throat> twelve. Well, I'll be twelve. Maybe no more than fifteen on the back. Oh, you're shooting good with that too. So yeah, some uh, new Excel bars. Rudy's shooting a fuckload. Rudy's shooting more weight than I've ever seen him shoot before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. He wanted to be strong. I strong think, like I think boy. it takes that much weight to calm down. It. Shithole Stratos. <laughs> Go on. Do you want to expand? 
You can think whatever you want. You actually did make the Stratos feel better, I will admit, yep. by filing your draw stops. Yes. Did someone tell you to do that? Um. Yes. Who? Heather. Heather did? Did yep. she do it? Mm-hmm. Dude, because when I shot your bow, now your bow has – what I was telling Jim was that with those cams, uh, HPT cam, right? When when you go to full draw right before you hit the wall, it's like it starts to dip into a valley but doesn't. It just starts to dip into a valley and then it's wall. And I feel like you filed that off so that now you are in the valley. Uh, like your cams roll over just a little further. Yeah, the bow doesn't really have a valley <coughs> I, but yours does now. It has a really comfortable – like you lock in when you get to right here. It feels really good. Mm-hmm. I think what you did was the equivalent of long pegging your bow by a, a very small – I know you didn't file too much off. Yeah, I mean I only did it just so that I had a flat surface. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a really – that was pretty legit, man. I was yep. telling Jim like – Yeah, I put some Sugru in the little gap there. Yeah, I saw. Very clean. Yep. Well done, Rudy. You know, I – Every time you say, like, I'm figuring the bow, I don't believe you. But I mean, you're not, <laughs> Just you're, like, give you're me not a very patient person. So. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. So what other tips did Heather give you about shooting that bow and those cam system? That was it. That's it? You remember how much weight Heather shoots on her know. bars? I have no idea. Would you say you shoot similar? Yeah, no, wait. I, I, thought, no I thought your bar setup was something that Wilkie inspired. Um. Yeah, I talked to Kevin a couple times about what he was doing with his bow. Uh huh. But his bar setup's totally different than yours. Yeah, but I mean, it was just because he's doing something different doesn't mean that it's right. What did he tell for you? Me. Huh? What did he tell you? Told me to run the bar a little lower. Oh, your back bar. You were just telling him what you were seeing, and yeah, it was like a while back. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, never mind then, people. Um, another cool thing we saw, Kevin Wilkie's got a prototype Kuyu field quiver on. Um, you know, he's telling us it's going to be, it's going to look different when it's finalized, but pretty fucking cool. Kuyu's coming out with a field quiver. I will definitely be getting on that. Yeah. Everyone's coming out with good quivers. Yeah. It is kind of like the thing now. The, I think mm-hmm. was Kefaru did it or the push guys did it first. Yeah. Kefaru made their version of it, which pretty much dominates. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you got the Kefaro one, huh? Yeah, I, I like that thing a lot. It's yeah. comfortable. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Jamie, you going to get the Kuyu one? I will not be, but uh, <laughs> I still aspire to get an Angel Quiver. Yeah, the Angel Quiver's sick. Now, Wilkie was saying he likes the Angel Quiver over everything. And he was saying it's super comfortable. Have any of you guys owned one before? No. Uh, Zach, you have? I have. That's what you have now, right? Why is that more comfortable? What makes that more? It looks like a regular. It's hella light. It's hella light? Yeah. Oh, okay. Built well. Yeah, built by Japanese people. Konnichiwa. It's going to be built right. Okay. You finally got it right, Alan. I mean, you guys are both driving Toyotas, you know. Built in America. His built Mexico. Mine's built in Mexico. Damn. It's I got a Chevrolet. All the, all the Gen 3s are built in Mexico. <laughs> oh. Baja. Hola. The one, the my second generation was built in uh, Fremont. Yes. Are we talking about archery? Numi, the Numi plant. I always think about working there, but those people actually work. I wouldn't be able to text you guys in the middle of the day. We would hate that. <sighs> you actually work? I'd have to. So. All right. What else? I don't know. Throw something out, Alan. Um. 
Alan, what are you gonna do for your snacks throughout the day? Ooh. I got some. I got some protein bars. Uh-huh. I got uh, a can of Wiener Schnitzels, <laughs> Vienna sausages. <laughs> Dude, uh, <clears throat> funny thing, Jim puts his. He'll buy a beef stick at a snack shack, and he'll put it directly in his quiver. Where else he supposed to put it? In plastic in your pocket? No. He puts it unwrapped in his quiver. So? It's full of fucking lint and pubes and weird shit in there. It'll be fine. That's dirty. <clears throat> Look at Jim's a, a fit man. Whatever it doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I wouldn't say fit. He's definitely got a healthy curve on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, you've been giving me that fucking Dude, look that all quiver, week. That quiver is like a freaking crime lab's fucking treasure trove. Oh, Jim's? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were joking that, or Jim was joking that if you put a black light on it, it would just glow. I think the final nail in Bill Cosby's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they actually did forensics. Cos- they would find they out would that. They would find out that Bill Cosby did way more stuff than they thought he did. <laughs> yeah, all the GBH would go back to fucking uh, Jim's <laughs> quiver. OJ <laughs> would be exonerated. <laughs> that's what they cut out of those trials. All those women were saying that he was wearing camo. When it happened, and then he's like... He was driving a Toyota pre-run. Yeah, and he's like, I don't own any of those things. What, are you guys crazy? <laughs> that was his defense. Jim's sneaking out the back door. <laughs> he, had a, he had a big spider on his T-shirt. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Uh, <laughs> so look, now you're, now you're just being silly. Dude, Jim almost walked because... Or, uh, what's it? Oh, fucking... That other black guy almost walked because of fucking Jim. Damn it. All right. What else you guys got? Anything? I got nothing. All right, well, I guess we'll be wrapping it up then. Tomorrow we're going to have Zach Walker. I was hoping we were going to get Brandon on here tonight, but, you know. Brandon who? Williamson. Brandon Williamson, prime pro staff shooter, um, weed heiress uh, to – Riverside Farms. Yeah, Riverside Farms. Some of the best weed in Salinas, California. And that's saying something. That's pretty good considering all the Mexicans in Salinas, dude. You know they're going to get the, the market cornered. Oh yeah, so. Jim's playing Candy Crush over here. Fuck. Yep. He's a good multitasker. Like end the show right here. I guess so. Um, let's see. I just want to thank everyone who's wearing an archery and filtered hat. You guys see all the archery and filtered hats out there? Was there was a bunch today. There's a fuckload of them out I there. I saw like one. Fuck you. Um, I saw a handful. Yeah. Uh, Rudy, your homies here. All right. Um, go to the door. Butch Baker. He's also repping the hat. DMB Customs. D- well, I got commercials for that. But yeah, oh. DB and custom, DB custom coatings. And don't forget to start your own podcast on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so. But basically, Butch set me up with what? the uh, Bow Vice. We're going to go over that product in a little bit. Yeah. We'll show you guys what's up. So, All pretty right. excited. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Ciao. Guys, this show is brought to you by. Carbon Craft Stabilizers, my man Brian Webb out at Impact Archery Clovis makes the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. It is the best bar, hands down. Uh, people ask, Wendell, why is it the best bar, hands down? Well, uh, let's see. Is it stiffer? Yes. Is it lighter? Yes. Is it damper? Yes. Than any of those other bars you've tried. The best bar that I've heard about to compete with the Carbon Craft Bar right now is the new XL Bar. 
And the only thing I can hear, the only thing I hear about the new XL bar is it's as good as a carbon craft bar. <laughs> no joke. Uh, don't shoot the messenger. That's just what I've heard. So if you guys are interested, check them out. Carbon craft bars. I'm pretty sure they will beat XL bars uh, price point wise. Uh, if you guys are interested, give Brian Webb a call down at Impact Archery and Clovis, or you can place an art order with my man Rudy Sandoval or Austin Watts at West Coast Archery in Petaluma. Hey, are you tired of door dashing? Are you sick of uh, <laughs> groveling to your boss for a raise? Start a side hustle. What's a legit side hustle? Uh, either teching bows or uh, building strings. And I had this idea to build strings instead of door dashing, but it's way too hard. It's truly a, a craft that takes a skilled, uh, skilled dude that is better than I. <laughs> if you were so inclined to get into the art of string building though, my man, Butch Baker makes string jigs. And if you, you know, Say you're like me and too scared to make your own strings. You don't want to blow up and take lose your eyeball. Uh, there are string, uh, shop vices uh, that Butch makes that are fucking dope. Uh, his vices you can use for anything from leveling your third axis to leveling your rifle. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, Baker Archery Products, uh, they're you know, owned and operated by Butch Baker in Idaho. He's fucking cool. One of the nicest dudes I've ever met. And uh, all his stuff is American-made. He does not do what my company does and outsource shit to China. <laughs> Dude makes shit at home. So support an American. Support a patriot and support a small business. Check out BakerArcheryProducts.com and uh, get yourself something good. All right? Finally, the show is brought to you by my friends Darren and Bet out in Napa, California. They are the owners and operators of DB Custom Coatings, the Coders out of Napa. Um, my friends Darren and Bet, they Coat bows. They can make your old shitty bow look freaking new and awesome. They can make your boring stock colors look rare and special. Uh, Darren does an amazing job Coating. He does anything from solid colors to American flags to fades to anything. I've seen him do a galaxy on a PSE before. It was nuts. Um, he does Casey Caulfield's bow. All right, check that out. Casey Caulfield on the side of the Lancaster truck. She's shooting the bow that Darren Saracoded. What does that tell you? Darren ain't no slouch. The dude is good enough for the Caulfield family. So... uh yeah, Darren's the shit. He's a super cool guy. He does releases too. You know, don't don't just think that he doesn't uh, do other things. I know he's done inserts or outserts. I think for hunting arrows for Chris Schaff. Uh all kinds of stuff. So if you guys are interested, hit him up. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Uh, you know, if you're a gun nut, if and you can disassemble your your rifle, Darren can seracote that shit pink for you. You know. Um, Check them out. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Those guys are my friends. They are the one of the longtime oldest and biggest supporters of the show. So show them some love, all right? All right, everyone. Good night. Peace.